Hey, TRB fans, for the best in Star Wars accessories and jewelry, head to jewelrybrands.shop for items spanning the entire Star Wars galaxy from the Mandalorian to the Skywalker Saga and beyond. I'm wearing a Grogu pin myself right now. Their items are top of the line, best stuff you can get out there. And make sure you use code TRB at checkout to get 10% off your order. Jewelrybrands.shop, the best in Star Wars accessories and jewelry. days till disney plus day four days till disney plus day hey everybody welcome back to the resistance broadcast i'm john thank you for joining us you can find that song on spotify um that was a parody of a fat man in a little coat right yep (laughs) yep and you could find that song if you listen to our podcast on Spotify, because that's the only place you'll find <laughs> that song. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us today. We have a really good news show for you. A lot of cool stories ranging from the what's ahead this week to what could have been a couple of years ago. A lot of cool stuff. I can't wait to talk about it, as always, here with James Bainey and Lacey Gillerin. What's going on, crew? Lacey. Mm. <laughs> Who knows? That's all I'm going to say. It's getting close. So mm. usually I start with James on Monday, but I want to check in with you. How you feeling? How you doing? What's going on in uh, in your camp? I'm chilling. Just hanging out. <laughs> Straight chilling. Everyone's Fair like, enough. is it time yet? I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah. So James, you... uh. You're not a big sports guy, right? Fair to say? No. I've considered... Get, I like podcasts, so I've considered getting into sports so I can listen to talk radio. <laughs> like <laughs> sports talk <laughs> and speculation and, mm. oh, what way is it going to go? And then like the next week, I'm like, oh, that guy was right. He called it, you know, kind of okay. thing, but because not really. A lot of people actually watch sports because of the betting element of it. They like betting on the games, betting on the spreads of the point spreads and over-unders and that sort of thing. Is that a popular thing, betting on sports? <laughs> no, just kidding. This guy. <laughs> uh, this guy, huh? Um, now, the question is, uh, and we're going to kind of get right into it here because there's a lot of stories to get into, but... Are, are you, you about are to you... bet on me? No. Oh, my God. I thought no. that's where this was going. I was like, can we not do <laughs> No, I'm going to ask James point blank before we get into any any of the stories here. Do you think, would you bet that they announce a new live action Star Wars show on Friday? Ooh. Ooh. And by by that, I mean new show, not something, oh, Acolyte's going to start filming. Here's a new show you've never heard of that's coming out. Mm -hmm. And it's not Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah, one we've never heard of. It's never been mentioned. That's a good question. Mm, I would say no. 
I feel like I'm leaning that way too, sadly. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know. I think Lacey, they will. what do you think? Uh, a new La- live action. is going right. yes? All I right. think so. I think Ooh. they have to throw something new out there because otherwise, I keep going back to it, but it's so true. Like, Netflix killed it a couple months ago with their whole global event where they listed out every single thing that's coming in the next mm. six months. They gave you new stuff, stuff that's in production, trailers, glimpses, interviews, all this stuff. So it just makes sense that Disney would be like, okay, you don't need to announce a full lineup, but give us something. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if they announced more Marvel shows because I feel like those never stop. <laughs> so you got to so give me though. something. You got to be... And... I know it's not gonna probably be announced, but <laughs> our our to me our first story emphasizes that there's even more content than I was even expecting from Star Wars in the Star you Wars world. You weren't expecting anything, James. I remember you being like, "Yeah, no." I think yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't expecting anything new for sure. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. what we're talking about, like announcements of new shows and stuff. And I think yeah. I'm sticking with that. But I, what I did expect is a lot of updates and new things within our star wars branch almost almost similar to investors day although i think that was a little bit more like gun to all the leaders of each branch like gun to kevin feige gun to uh captain kennedy kind of thing like you have to say this stuff we we we're forcing your hand on this um but i don't think disney plus day is going to be like that so whatever they can kind of feel that they get away with is what they're going to do and disney plus day is going to look at every everything coming new just as a fun way to kind of remind and and maybe make some announcements but i think if there's announcements it's probably going to be pixar it's probably going to be marvel it's probably going to be just general Mm -hmm. disney content in general i think star i think we're so in tune with with star wars that um the average person probably is looking at this and going and or you know (laughs) like they think that's cool new information and and it's not because we're all dialed in. And we're like, we've already seen stuff from Andor and people just forget or don't know. You know, I know well, generally when I talk to people and I say, oh, yeah, they're doing Book of Boba Fett and this. That, it's like people know about the Mandalorian, but mm-hmm. they have no clue there's a Kenobi show coming. You know, the average right. person that I talk out. to, um, not the average even Star Wars fan. I'd say just people who casually watch Star Wars and like that stuff. Well, before we get into Resistance Report and what may come this Friday, what we believe is coming this Friday, mm-hmm. uh, just a reminder, if you missed it, this past Friday, we did a live show that is now on all of our podcast feeds Thursday. On, on the channel. It was Thursday. It was Thursday. What am I saying? Friday. Do you know why? Because I was off Friday. I was all thrown off. All thrown off <laughs> um, yes. Last Thursday. Either way, it's there now. It's on the channel. It's on your podcast feeds. We tackled for 90 minutes. Us and a bunch of the people in the TRB community tackled that Boba Fett trailer. We had a great discussion on it, so go check that out if you haven't. Uh, but we also are glad you're here right now with us on this Monday show. And what we do here is the Resistance Report. James, take it away, my friend. It's the Resistance. All right, John, this first story, like I said before, is all about Disney Plus Day. And we are uh, reporting it as a rumor, but it is our story to tell. We uh, have been told, Star Wars Newsnet has been told, that there is a slew of Star Wars coming content coming for Disney Plus Day. And if I'm to knock down the list here, this is what we've been told. Behind the scenes 
reel or sizzle reel, if you will, uh, uh, for Book of Boba Fett. We just got the trailer, but we're getting the behind the scenes sizzle reel. Um, that also is the same for Andor. We're getting that as well. We're also getting it for Mando season three. There's a lot of this behind the scenes kind of look coming uh, as we're being told. Uh, as far as official trailers, we're looking at one for Obi-Wan Kenobi, the first teaser trailer coming for that show. Uh, a first trailer or teaser trailer for Bad Batch season two, right? That's two full full on trailers, not behind the scenes. And uh, the last thing here is uh, uh, possibly an announcement of a new animated series as well. So, uh, and, and not to mention just maybe some other surprises and announcements as well, but I think that was the one we were really leaning on is that there'd be an announcement for a new animated series. This is a lot, John. Um, this was uh, your report, your story. Um, so why don't you take it away on how you feel about these things? And I don't know if you want to talk about how you heard it or whatever, but yeah, but that's the story. Yeah. So typically what we try to do is obviously report as honestly as we can on Star Wars news net, because there's a lot of news get that news that gets tossed around out there that's either made up or whatever and we really do our best uh as a fan site to be honest and as clear and factual with our news reports so the reason we tagged this with a rumor we went back and forth on it is because we only had one source on it so and 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 but on top of that more importantly the rumor tag is because these things are so fluid these types of days and these releases and these web casts and video casts that they do they can change these things up until the last minute like and i put this in the article you know and i said this i i think on our live show last week you know jj abrams um reportedly had three different trailers for episode nine for star wars celebration and he went to the wire to decide which one to use uh there's a story we're going to get into in a little bit that you know someone being locked into a role and it gets scrapped and there's a lot of things that change on these on these things. And and when it comes to putting out a sizzle reel or a trailer and stuff, that's an easy cut to make or an easy ad to make, or let's change this to that. So we you know, we have to just caution people, like, listen, this stuff changes a lot, but this is what we were hearing. And um based on, you know, where we heard it, we we believe it. And so we were I believe the first ones to report on this. People were doing, you know, the, you know, let me post a GIF and uh, do the safe route. We're like, look. Let's just hammer it. Let's just go for it. Because this is what we were told, that we are getting our first trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi on Friday. Um, probably looking at a teaser, nothing too, you know, narrative-based or too long, maybe under two minutes. Um, maybe in the vein of like the Book of Boba Fett thing, but maybe even a little less than that. I, it wouldn't shock me if maybe we don't see Obi-Wan completely yet, because teasers are teasers for a reason you know but either way we're getting our first teaser for obi-wan kenobi friday very confident in that uh and then behind the scenes looks at the other upcoming shows um that have at least been filmed or started filming so like you said james book of boba fett andor and um mando season three now the andor one surprised me because that finished filming before kenobi so i'm Curious as to why they're holding back on a trailer for that one. That one threw me for a loop that they that uh, we were told that was going to be a sizzle reel. Um, but then, you know, other ones are maybe a little more predictable, like, um, or expected, I should say. The trailer for Bad Batch Season 2, 
Um, and the announcements, I, I, you know, I find interesting. I'm hoping there are announcements. Um, we were told there are definitely going to be new project announcements. Now we just debated whether or not we would get a live action show. Um, the word is that we're getting an announcement of a fully ordered animated series that's going to hit Disney Plus in 2023. Um, I didn't, I wasn't, wasn't told what it was, but it's a full order, so probably a you know a 20 episode season of something. Um, wasn't part of the means, rumor this past week that it's Crimson Dawn, right? That's the that, thing that that's what other people are reporting. We, right. You know, I wasn't told that, so right. I can't, I don't know if it's that or not. That that would make sense if that's what other people are reporting. Um, and then uh, I think that's it. I think that I, that I covered everything. But mm-hmm. I I believe in I believe in what we were told, and even though we reported it as a rumor, we did so because these things are always changing. So you can't just say like this is definitive. Lucasfilm could you know read the tea leaves or, or see what's been going on this past week because of our report coming out and say like yeah we're gonna change this or change that, or maybe we don't want to put out something for Mando yet. Favreau didn't like the sizzle reel, so we pulled it. Mm-hmm. You know, any, anything He's like that can happen. He's another one at Celebration. So, he didn't want to show anything. Right, right. So yeah. yeah, a lot of that stuff's fluid, but there you have it. And I, I, I'm pretty confident in a lot of this information and a lot of what we're going to see Friday is what we have reported here. So I'm very excited about it. And um, in terms of my feelings on it, I've been talking so long on the news aspect of it. So you can come back to me on my feelings about it. I'd like to hear what Lacey thinks about all this. Yeah, you, Lacey, you had a really good point uh, before we started on the angle of how these sizzle reels might play out. Oh, yeah. So off air, we were just kind of discussing the running down the list of what was in the report because John did such a good job of laying Mm -hmm. everything out. And it's just like so much stuff, guys. Like and people have been teasing it, like John said, on on Twitter with gifts and like you guys get excited. It's like, obviously, we're already excited. Um, But yeah, the sizzle thing to me when I look at the list and it's like a sizzle for this, a sizzle for that, a sizzle for this. To me, as someone that does video production, it reads like it's like all these things are in one sizzle. Like you do one big upcoming Star Wars project sizzle and these projects are included in that one video clip. Because then you don't have kind of the editor isn't forced to make three different videos, which take time. (laughs) And, And there's a lot that goes into it. Whereas if you do a combination sizzle, you can include multiple clips and not give a lot away, especially um i'm sure john's gonna touch on it because he talked about it in his article like the mandalorian season three hasn't been shooting that long so how much footage are you actually gonna have to include so then you don't have the added pressure of like hey i need to give two minutes of sizzle reel for mando season three when it could just be a part of a bigger upcoming projects reel um and i i actually would prefer that because i feel like show me everything in one shot of like how these things are working especially because they're all being shot On really cool Star Wars sets with probably similar crews, and then we have a lot of them overlapping in the volume. So, I mean, you could get all different types of stuff in one big reel. Um, as for the other stuff, I, I'm i not surprised by what they're showing. I've been one of the people in this crew that is very much like they're going to show a lot of stuff because their competitors are showing a lot of stuff, so they have to step up. Um, now, do I think they're going to show every single thing they're doing? Absolutely not. Because especially with Lucasfilm, things change. I mean, in the past year, things have changed. It hasn't even been a year yet since it, the Disney Investor Day. And so much has changed in their lineup. I mean, even in the past week, there were rumors going around that Timothy Oliphant, Cobb Vanth is doing Rangers of the New Republic. He's leading that now. Like, there's so much going around that it's hard 
for anyone that's in this industry to just be like, yes, 100% this is happening, because like John said, it changes so quickly, whether it be showing a teaser or doing an entire show. Um, I do think they're going to announce things that haven't been announced yet, even if it's like one or two things, just to let you know that things are happening. Um, especially with the understanding that things are not in production anymore, like Rangers of the New Republic, and things, you know, get canceled and people aren't involved anymore. I think now more than ever, Disney and Lucasfilm are going to look to this day as like, here's all the positive stuff that's coming up that you guys are so hyped about. And that being said, forget about the other things we promised you last year. Here are some other cool things that can overlap those other things. Hmm. That's interesting. What do you guys think the over-under is on Rangers of the New Republic being mentioned? I don't think it'll be mentioned. Yeah, I don't think it will. Hmm. I think Acolyte will. I don't think it will. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Because I was thinking like this potentially could be the end of that whole debate over whether that show's happening or not. Because if they go, and we've got some great shows coming up, including Rangers of the New Republic, don't forget, you know. It's like, they oh, well, could, that whole thing's squashed. Think, yeah, I don't think they will, only because when we last heard about it, it was that it wasn't in active production. Yeah. yeah. Active so, development, yeah. 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 Um, anything else that stuck out to you, Lacey, before going back to John? No, you can go back to John. Yeah, John, what were your feelings on uh, all the things that were announced here? Well, the, the Kenobi teaser, I think it's very important. <laughs> Announced um, by us as a rumor. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, the Kenobi teaser is very important. I think when you have a day like this and you announce it so far in advance saying this is Disney plus day and where you want to, you know, not to, not to, uh, poke fun at peacock but literally you want to peacock a little and, and strut and be like this is what we got going on the you know the show had finished uh filming a couple months ago so it would make perfect sense for them to have a teaser ready for this thing and it's time to start promoting it uh i think that's gonna be really a really exciting moment now whether even if it's a, a very small teaser like the, the first force awakens one it's going to break the internet as far as Star Wars fans go. Oh, I'm going to cry. It, I already know what's it happening. Ma- it might overshadow everything else we see that day. <laughs> yeah, Andor. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah Andor. The, the same show that when Ewan McGregor said yes, I started crying in my den downstairs because I was like, he said yes. Yeah, yeah that one. <laughs> um, in, in terms of the, the sizzle reels, Lacey might be right. They, they could do a, a little bit of a medley and say like, the you know, here's a behind the scenes look at Star Wars and, and do that stuff. Um, the only reservations I have with that is because Andor see, just seems like such a different production from the ones that have been filming sure. in uh, Manhattan Beach and SoCal mm-hmm. that it's it's has its own sets and stuff. I had this feeling that they're going to do their own thing for Andor, but that's just my you know my feelings on it because they gave us one last december that was pretty cool and they had just started filming that thing so maybe was that one get... just andor too yeah it was yeah, yeah yeah you're right so maybe we get a little bit more uh just little teases and fun quotes Interviews, from actors yeah. and, and that sort mm-hmm. of thing and um I think it'd be funny if we saw like Alan Tudyk on set or something, even though he's not in the first season, just to like <laughs> get fans talking. But mm-hmm. it's it's all very exciting in terms of like 
the the new stuff i really hope they do obviously uh you know i'm always going to be hoping for you know a solo series or something connected to han and chewy um i'm trying to you know reserve my expectations a bit so i'm not gonna go in thinking we're gonna get a, a whole bevy of shows so i'm going in thinking like we're just gonna get a, you know an animated new animated show like we reported and that's it but i think it's gonna be a good day for star wars fans i i'm a big behind the scenes real fan as well and i think on a lot of those we the three of us especially i know always have a good time with those almost sometimes more than trailers like who's that back there what will you see that creature they're working on doesn't that look like a blank or whatever? And mm-hmm. those are the types of clips where like you can really, you can really do a where's Waldo and be like, is that, is that what I think it is? Is that Anakin back there? Is that, mm-hmm. so I, I'm going to have fun dissecting those behind the scenes clips, even more so than a trailer. But I, I'm very curious how I'm going to take in that Obi-Wan teaser. Cause they're not going to just give you like, ah, give you everything from that show. <laughs> Just be like, here it is. Bang. There's all of it. There's there's Qui-Gon. There's Uncle Owen. There's young Luke. There's all that. We're not going to get any of that. I just hope it's not one of those teasers that it's like you don't see anything and it's like you see a sunrise and then the other sun and then it's just like yeah. a quick voiceover. I hope we see something that's substantial. I think they're going to have to be hands out and it's just hot, you know, and then no, it just I has his voice. No, I think they're going to... They're going to have him take his hood off at the end of the trailer. It's just like him holding his lightsaber or something. Or him like, light his lightsaber oh. or something. They're going to have something even, that we but expect. I think, yeah, but even he, still, I think that's to John's point. If it's, if it's like one or two shots or something like that, and it's really, really, it's more like a motion poster. Yeah, yeah like a teaser teaser. Yeah, yeah, teaser for the teaser. Here's the here's a question I just want to throw at you guys, and let's like speculate just a little bit. If it is a legitimate teaser, which is like a short version of a trailer, we all mm-hmm. know, do you think that what do you think the chances are we see Vader? Zero. I think we'll hear him. Hear him? That's closer to reality, mm. I think. Like the breathing? You'll hear the Vader breathing? Yeah. I think you could hear him breathing and then What else would uh, he be doing? <laughs> talking? I guess what so. Talking. I would I'm guess like, we're gonna hear him breathe and then Kenobi's gonna deliver a line like it's been a long time or something like that. And that's mm-hmm. how the trailer's gonna end. Yeah. Or, I hope I, you know what. As much as I love him, I hope they don't do the thing where they do like the voiceover is like Al Guinness's voice talking like no, old lines from like they a New Hope. That. They wouldn't for over that. a thousand generations. We're like, oh god, that line again! Come yeah, on, man. <laughs> He's gonna be like, so. it's been a long time, Anakin or something, and then everyone's gonna go, oh my god. It's been a long time since we rock and rolled. Um, <laughs> I was yeah, gonna say, so I'm excited. Um. It's been a long time to me as Rogue One. They might Led also Zeppelin. be doing that too. No, because that's her line in Rogue yeah. One. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, no, uh, my my quick feelings on this, the, I think you guys uh, kind of said one aspect of it, which was why are we getting a behind the scenes look, a sizzle reel of Andor and not Obi-Wan and then a trailer for Andor? Like, I feel like those should be reversed. This should be, you know, if they're looking at, we have a bunch of like upcoming shows. Uh, Is Obi Wan coming here. first? We don't know. Well, we don't uh, know that, but we we know that Andor started shooting first, and we know that we've already seen the behind the scenes footage of Andor. 
So it's like they're doubling down on that before they've even singled down on Kenobi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So the thing to me is like, if we have not yet seen behind the scenes footage of Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian season three or Kenobi. So those all make sense. Where's what trailers are we missing? Well, we're missing a lot of trailers, but the more recent one that seems more likely would be Andor because we've already seen some footage you know, from it, from an, I don't know. That's a totally that, good point. No, like I why just said, would they then just, show us more of that and not an actual trailer? That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, we're going to get another behind the scenes look at Andor, but then here's your first look at, and, and it's the a full trailer from Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That that seems a little weird to me, but, um, you know, based on the report, I'm I'm down an Obi-Wan trailer. Uh, I think that looks seems pretty awesome. And again, I wanted to speculate too that I think the reason they dropped the Boba Fett trailer last week is because they didn't want another trailer clouding Too up much. all the announcements that's going to happen on that day. So they were like, "Well, we'll seed this one early." And I think that's why you're starting to get some of these other things like even if I Google like Disney Plus day, there's like um uh, Chow Alfredo, which is like the Luca show. We got that. Tra- they could have waited, you know, for Disney yeah. Plus Day, but they didn't. They put that trailer out early because too much. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just know like they want people to know that um, that this stuff is coming. But it's if they do it all on the same day, it's too much. You know, you know, James, that's a good point, man, because if you think about it. If they had put out the Boba Fett trailer the same day as the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, Boba Fett is like, it, it, it has Obi-Wan's head, foot on his head, and he's underwater, mm-hmm. like trying to get it. It would have been buried, totally buried. Absolutely. So that's even more, yeah, that, that, makes, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. But even, even still, even the argument of saying you're dropping the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, it, it still seems strange to me that you're doing it on the same day you're dropping other Star Wars live action footage, more announcements, and it's all competing with everything else you're doing on Disney. Right, Plus with day. Marvel and everything else, yeah. And whatever trailers they put out too, yeah. it just feels it feels like a, a lot, but you know that that's what it is right now. And and also, has there been? Did they do Disney Plus Day last year? No, it was the Disney Investor Day thing. Okay, so yeah. then this is the first Disney Plus day. Mm-hmm. And it I think is... that morphed into this. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So then, oh, you think that is, so we should expect kind of a repeat? Is it kind of? No, I'm saying like I think Disney Investor Day, because most of it, honestly, the news that came of it was from fans. I think it it has morphed into this because competitors have also done global fan days and, and they still have to do something because this is only and stuff, yeah th- and this is only disney plus sure, so if they sure. want to talk about the movies and stuff they still got to yeah. do a, a an investor's day or the d23 thing that's happening on the 21st i don't know what that is might just be movies I, yeah yeah true yeah that's crazy like i don't know what disney investors day looks like this year you know if you also have this disney plus day it it all just seems like there's a lot and everybody's expecting all of the announcements to happen on the Mm -hmm. said days and then we get things like the boba fett trailer just randomly one day of the week that doesn't even have anything to do with any of these big days coming up including d23 you know disney plus day d23 investors day uh, you know, Black Friday and just uh, that's another like just random day that you might expect 
some announcements right. and stuff. Um, so all of this yeah. stuff to me seems uh, not all of this stuff. I'm sorry. Say, say something like the uh, uh, Bad Batch season two trailer that feels far advanced in my opinion. They could hold on that. Yeah. Yeah, that could be something that you could say for way later. We, we you could say that it's coming, but to get a full trailer, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to down the report. I'm saying that if the report is what it is, that's this is nuts, you know? Like this is a lot for Disney and uh it's kind of a crazy thing and I would be surprised that they did this in, in a way, right. you know. Well, they just increased the price. They got to keep people around, you know. Yeah, yeah that's 10 a good bucks. Point. Um the 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 other thing that might be fun too is, you know, we heard that you know part of the sizzle is a uh, book of Boba Fett. We may be able to like tie things together from mm-hmm. the teaser to things we see in the behind the scenes reel to try to connect some dots, and that's always a fun thing to do too. Uh, like when you try to do that with two trailers or something, you could do the same thing with behind the scenes reels, also. But James, you brought up something that made me think of, you know, Andor. When does it come out? Like Lacey, you said, does it come out? Does Kenobi come out first? I think, I don't know if this is confirmed, but I think Andor is like 12 episodes, which is twice as long as Kenobi. So they may have had to leapfrog that, even though it finished filming before Kenobi, because of the production time is going to be double Mm post-production. They may have had to leapfrog that past Kenobi in terms of when it comes out. So maybe limited. Yeah, we were all thinking based on when these things stop filming, a lot of us, I think, including us, were thinking Book of Boba Fett's going to end around New Year's. Nope, that's starting around New Year's. And then we had thought, like, remember winter? We're like, that'd be Andor's time. Then that'll go into Obi-Wan. Maybe it'll be Book of Boba Fett, a little gap, and then Obi-Wan. And then summer will be Andor. I think Obi-Wan's coming out around Celebration. That's I still think that. Which would then, if that happened, then yeah. maybe Andor, like, they give it more time to... Uh, yeah. do the post-production there's a lot more um uh a lot more physical set stuff that they did with that one maybe that's more complex to do in with special effects because i know the rumors right the rumors were that they're making sets for multiple huge shoots sets. right but yeah. for multiple years or multiple shoots or something multiple like they seasons w- they yeah. weren't making sets to build and take down immediately yeah so it's it's all it's just very interesting i'm very i'm just like, as we're talking about it now, like, w- when I was writing the report, I was like, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool, but it wasn't, like, feeling real to me. And as right. we're talking about it, and we're four days away, like, we're going to see a lot of this stuff. It's been a while. My God, it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. And well, I think we're, I mean, we have to do, we have to, we can't record the day before. We have to do Friday, obviously. So, we're going to be talking about this in four days. Yeah, yeah, so I was going to say since since we know that this stuff is coming around <laughs> right around the corner, we should move on to some of these other stories cuz there is still a lot to talk about um just in resistance report. So let's uh let's hope that all that stuff happens and we have a lot to talk about in the upcoming Remember weeks. I made the joke about the book of Boba Fett trailer and I was like I'll be watching it in the in the hospital. Maybe I'll be watching <laughs> Disney Plus day. You probably will. <laughs> um so the next thing we wanted to talk about is that Matt Smith confirmed his canceled role in the rise of skywalker and he said that it was a big deal 
right? Um, so this is coming from um, Josh Horwitz. Cut to Finn. Podcast. I'm a big deal in the resistance. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if Josh just has the guts to ask these questions, but he always seems to be the person that's like, everybody's talking about this. Can you just please address it? You know, he and always, they always do. Yeah, they always do. They always go for it. I was like, Josh I don't know. I don't know how he does it. Is he just the guy that just, he said his own thing, gets his own interviews and asks his own questions? I, I don't know. But uh, but yeah, he asked him about this. He said, what's the deal with you being in Rise of Skywalker? What was the issue? And finally, for the first time, in my understanding, is he confirmed, yes, I was a part of it. There was something there. We had some talks. I didn't see any set or you know, no costumes or anything like that, but... Oh man, based on what I was supposed to do, what the thing was, it was going <laughs> to change Star Wars. It was a, a big deal. Um, so uh, I'm going to actually start again with you, John, on this one. Um, just Our to fans talk- are dying right now because I saw so many tweets and comments and mentions of John when this broke of... Oh, John, look, Matt Smith's back. <laughs> and I know yeah. I was the one that immediately messaged on Discord to these guys and just wrote yeah. LOL in caps to John. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead, John. So, yeah, so what are your thoughts? <laughs> so at New York Comic Con in 2018, I was talking to somebody and they were like, yeah, you had heard about Matt Smith being cast in episode nine, right? And I was like, yeah, I remember hearing that. And the, they were like, he was, he was supposed to be Palpatine. He was supposed to be like, like when Palpatine uh, gets like reformed, he almost like a Voldemort. He becomes like, like the young, a younger version of himself, a vital version of himself. And it, it's Matt Smith. And they're like, and I was told they're like, they scrapped it. They just scrapped the whole thing. And they're going full Ian McDermott. Because they had him, like, so they were like, why not? And yeah. I was like, wow. And I didn't even know if I knew for sure that the Emperor was back at that point. I'm not really sure, but I was like, holy cow. Definitely and then they not, were like, yeah. because Celebration was 2019 when the trailer came out with the cackle. Yeah, but you hear rumors and stuff, and you're just like, when you, one year right, out the other, right, you're like, all right. right. And, right. and then like they told me that Vader's in it. I'm like, how is Vader in it? I'm like, what is going on? And then you know we find out it was the voice and stuff yeah. at the beginning. But... So that's why I, from that point on, I was always so confident. Anytime people were like, Matt Smith's going to be Palpatine and stuff. I'm like, no, he isn't. <laughs> it's like that. I'm like, that guy's not even going to be in the movie. And I, you know, I said, I said it from a, like a, I'm going to predict this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, the whole time I knew, I knew the whole that time. That became such a thing on this show, guys, for people that are like, <laughs> have joined us in the past year or so. I had joined TRB in 2018 and that non-stop it was people constantly nagging john about how matt smith is in this movie so to come full circle with this story is just so comical to me yeah but here's the thing so to hear him like answering the question and like squirming and stuff i'm just like he's like i can't really talk about it so so i like i made a tweet about this and it was kind of tongue-in-cheek but it's also kind of serious like lucasfilm is so secretive that you can't talk about something that didn't happen in a movie that came out two years ago. John, it's, or Colin Trevorrow is like, oh, word. 
<laughs> yeah, he's like, here, here's my script. Go show everybody. Uh, it just He's like, I didn't put that in my movie. <laughs> it's just so crazy. Like, let the guy say it. Who cares? And then people were like, well, they could still use him or stuff. And I'm like, sure. But what's the difference to say, like, they were supposed, they were going to do this and they didn't? Who cares? It's, it didn't happen. The movie came out and that's it. Mm. Like, it, it's just like, it's almost to the point where it's ridiculous at how secretive they are. And like seeing this guy have to squirm about it. It's just like, if he just came out and said, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I was going to be a version of Palpatine. Um, we had meetings. It just, it never really came to fruition. People have been like, oh, wow, that's cool. That's cool. We talked about it a little bit, had some fun with it, moved on. But now because he's like, oh, I can't really talk about it. It just gets worse and it, it, it just pulsates and gets grows bigger. And, and the, the you- whole fa- the, like the fantasy of it and, and, and the, the what's true and what's not grows and stuff like it's just uh, it's silly. Uh, it's it's I'm gonna, silly. To I'm going to so. preface this with I agree just to, and note that I'm saying oh, devil's boy. advocate. No, but but here's the thing is I I if I were in his position, I too would probably be like that and that's because there is this vibe about don't mess with the mouse. And you yes. probably don't yeah. know all of your NDAs and what was all written there, but you're being asked this question and you want to talk about it and you really don't think it's a big deal, but at the end of the day you're probably going to be like, "Look, I just <laughs> I'd rather just not really address some of this stuff. Could it I'm throw probably, off future roles for Marvel? Or, I'm probably yeah. cool, but mm-hmm. I would rather just not talk about it because I don't want to shoot myself in the foot with this company later. Um, yeah. be- who's for whatever reason mad at me because I said this thing on this podcast one time. Yep. You know, yep. so yep. I, like there's part of me that like maybe they're not even saying that, but it's just this idea of Disney and big corporations. And this is how Hollywood works what now, NDA, though? today. No, I, well, I'm sure he, he probably definitely signed. signed an NDA to talk to them. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, he was. Yeah, yeah but- he was someone involved. Yeah, he said they were just meetings. He wasn't even like he didn't sign a contract with them. I guarantee it's what James is I mean, saying is that he's like, I could potentially join the Marvel Universe eventually. I could be involved in something else. I'd rather just not get in trouble. And Star yeah, Wars yeah. is one of those but, things but, that gets I mean, you're I think right. that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think they've they've not from I the actor's it's... point of view, from the studio's point of view. Sure, sure. No, I know, I know. But I, I what I'm saying him. is I think just some corporations, they that is their 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 thing. Like Apple, for instance, like they're all about secrecy. But it at some point Apple probably lets that stuff go, but people still they're like, Well, I want to work for Apple or I want to be able to be in the conversation with them. So I even though I know information about products that never happened and stories of Steve Jobs. 20 years ago or something like that. Right. I don't but, even want to tell that stuff because I, I'm afraid that somebody who's close to, who was close to Steve or something is going to have a problem with it. So I just, but my point is away, you're, you know? you're, you're coming at it as though I'm saying it's his fault. I'm saying it's the studio's fault for like putting that on people. I don't like, think James was saying that he was just uh, no, talking it through. I'm saying, I'm saying I, you said I think because pro- he was worried about his future. Okay. Hold on. I'm saying <laughs> I agree with you. I think it is the studio that probably is being very pressing on this. But e- but my point is that even if they weren't, even if it wasn't, I think 
that there's probably a chance that a lot of people just would rather not talk about this type of stuff. Um, so it's it's not necessarily it doesn't jump to the fact that Disney is saying absolutely don't ever talk about this. I don't know that that conversation ever happened because sometimes people are just like, I just don't want to talk about it. You yeah, know, it's just an I don't I don't know all the ins yeah. and outs and the details, but I'd rather just avoid it than um, say something that I don't think is that big of a deal. But now my whole career is down the tubes because somebody at Disney higher up than me thinks it was a big deal. So. And that's all yeah. speculation based on the vibe of how they run their company and how they do generally do I mean, secrets. And look stuff. at Lucy Lawless. She wasn't even saying anything and she lost a role. Yeah, well, yeah. she said that could, that could have led to right. her. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, yeah. Um, no, I, uh, yeah, I didn't mean for that to turn into a big thing there, but I, I w- about the story itself, I, I mentioned this to uh, Lacey before we started and she said to, to do we even know that Matt Smith saw the rise of Skywalker because the way he pitched it in this thing is like, yeah, man, I can't say who it was, but you know, when I was pitched that I was going to be Palpatine, I thought (laughs) he's dead. That would be crazy. Now you're bringing people back from life. That would be a big deal. And that would change Star Wars and how we kind of understand it and all that. And it's like, Maybe he doesn't even know they did that. They went that route. And and everybody hearing this report is like, oh, he was supposed to be something even crazier than what they did, you know? But it's like, right. no, he was supposed to be what they did. They just, it, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying he has or hasn't seen it, but it did make me think that he was like, you know, wink, wink, it was going to be big and crazy and was going to kind of change the way we understood Star Wars. That to me sounds <laughs> like, you mean you were supposed to be Palpatine, a character that was dead and they were bringing him back to life? That seems like what they did. Did you see the movie? He's like, nah, not nah, Yeah, I know. If nah. you asked him, be like, did you actually see what they ended up going with? And, you know, he might be like, no, I, you know, I was asked about it and I was excited, but, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just... Yeah. It's a little bit of speculation on my part that what he's describing is what we actually got Might in the movie happened, and not yeah. something different that that fans seem to think it was even crazier or even a sure. bigger fundamental change to Star Wars. I think the fundamental change to Star Wars is now you're bringing people back to life. And right. that is something that he's probably not ever encountered Darth Maul and the Clone Wars and other stuff like that. So. Right. Um, that's that's my take on his story. Um, Lacey, did you have any other thing that you like your perspective on it before we move on? I mean, not really. I, I think it's interesting that this is coming out now. You know, this stuff eventually comes out uh, behind the scenes, like conversations and whatnot. I'm in the boat of I kind of want to know, but I'm good. Like, I'm yeah. interested to know what the situation was, but like, I'm really all right because I feel like you just fall into that that kind of situation where you're like oh i wish they had done this i wish we had gotten this they could have done this and it's like then it just makes me unhappy so yeah it, it's morbid like, curiosity and then once you yeah. find out you're like ah, i kind of wish i didn't know mm, now you know yeah just open a new that, can of worms i appreciate everyone messaging john about matt smith it made my yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um well matt smith is definitely not in star wars but there is somebody who may or may not be in star wars and that's bill burr uh, as he was doing a couple My interviews, was, yeah, he was asked about uh, the possibility of him continuing to be in the show. And he said, and this is in my in 
this is me coming out a little crazy that Bill Burt is saying this considering what he said about Star Wars in the past but here he is now two mm-hmm. seasons later saying oh I hope so like are you in it are you going to continue to be in Star Wars oh I hope so right uh, he says he he loves John he loves Rick Famuyiwa those are the people who were in charge of the episodes he was in he had, a, he had an absolute blast doing this he loved it he loved being part of the show and he hoped it continues uh of course though he's not allowed to say whether he is or is not involved in in future seasons which uh i think by his first statement oh i hope so that means that it it seems like it reads that he hasn't been approached yet and he hopes that that would continue but i think at the end of the day the real story here is that he says i'm not allowed to say anything but i love the show and it would be an honor to continue to be part of it that's the story lacy bill burr he's your guy He's my boy. What do you think? What do you think? I think Bill Burr is wonderful. If you ever hear this, Bill, come on the show. Uh, So Bill was hands down my standout moment, I think, of season two. His whole monologue Mm. with the guy is like just perfect. Uh Perfection. Um, As for this quote, I actually read this and went, wow, this is the perfect way to respond to this question that is done better than any other person we've ever heard give this answer, whether it be Sasha Banks or whoever. This was beautifully done on his part because it was like, look, I had a great time. I loved it. I hope so. I can't say anything, but I really enjoyed myself. Perfect. To the point. Give us the information we want. You know you can't, so you're just being positive. And I love that you said, James, like, it's different from what he said in the past. Because, yeah, in the past he's been like, I don't care about Star Wars. And Star Wars fans are like, why am I in this show? (laughs) And then he ends up being such a great character that people really enjoy, like myself. Um, I like him for his comedy outside of that. But uh, he was really a shining moment in season two. And... I strongly believe he's involved in Rangers of the New Republic, whether it's happening or not. Um, and I hope to see him again. Um, do I think he's involved still? Yes, absolutely. I don't think they're going to get rid of this character. They're making action figures of him. I think he's going to stick around, especially if uh, Horatio Sands' character got his own <laughs> episodes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I hope to see him again. John, I hope uh- so. Yeah, I hope so. Do you, uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on Bill Burr returning and his statements here? Um, you know, I feel like Lucasfilm and Disney are too secretive. And uh, I think that... The, no. Um, they are, though. Um, no. Yeah, it, it's... Yeah, well said on his part. Um, he did a lot of present tense... I love being on the show. It was a blast. So he's oh, going the back writer's and forth coming out. Present and past tense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but being that he's been in both seasons already, and the way they left his character off at the end there, where he just says, you're free now. And like, you kind of do your own thing. Like, you're free now. Like, See you. I almost felt like Dexter. It was just like, yeah. we don't know where he went. He went somewhere. We're going to see him again. I think he would have been more of, especially knowing how Bill Burr is, he would have been more of like, yeah, that was that was a good time. That was fun. I, you know, I did. I did it. And now it's done. But his coyness and stuff like that. I to me, him saying I'm not allowed to say like those those are the words where anytime you hear that. 
That's it's a Katie Sackoff. I'm I've signed an NDA. They're back in the mix. So yeah. I think I would say there's a 99.9% chance he's in the Mandalorian season three. He probably hasn't filmed his stuff yet because he's going to be in one episode again or something like that. I think we all, I agree. I think we all kind of felt like that exchange between him and Cara Dune at the end of his episode in season two was planting those seeds for her to be putting together these Rangers of the new Republic. We all know what happened with her. And that's why that show is kind of on the shelf for now. But sounds like the rumors are they're going to retool that around Timothy Oliphant and maybe they bring everyone else back in except for Gina Carano. So I think he's not even close to done. I think we've just scratched the surface with Mayfeld. And I agree. I think he got even snubbed for an Emmy. I thought. Oh, he, so snubbed. He I, I I always liked Bill Burr. I've seen his stand up live. I've always been a fan of his dating back to when he had hair and he was on the Chappelle show as the token <laughs> yeah. white guy. Uh, he was the announcer he, in the basement. <laughs> yeah, he was always the the white announcer guy. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've always been a fan of his. I always found him to be funny. I did not know he had those kinds of acting chops. Oh and my God, I think, so good. I think he even probably really impressed Favreau, Famuyiwa, uh, and Pedro Pascal. Because let's not forget, he was at the table acting alongside Pedro Pascal with Pedro Pascal's helmet off, which is a rare thing in this show. And he stole the spotlight with that. And Pedro's scene. reactions in that scene are how I felt watching Bill Burr. Like we were like, yeah, what? you don't. <laughs> you, they 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 struck gold with this probably more so than they thought they would have. Yes, you don't get rid of that. And it sounds like he loved it for a guy who didn't like Star Wars. It to, to me, it's just like it makes zero sense for that to be over. So I think it's a lock, and I'm really excited to see what else we get from this character. Uh, and Bill Burr's awesome. I agree with I'm we 100% should do, with Lacey on that. So we should do a Kessler on a favorite moments from Mandalorian because that would be my number one moment. Just favorite Bill Burr oh. moments from the Mandalorian. No, just favorite <laughs> no, no, no. moments from the Mandalorian. <laughs> no, I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah. that is my favorite moment from season two. That whole monologue is my fi- like. I yeah, still it, go back and watch it. It was like the Quint in Jaws thing. It's just like you watch that Chills, scene and you're yeah. like, yeah, the slow push into. Ugh. Yeah, love a good slow push. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, he's definitely coming back, in in my opinion, in one way or another. And part of it too, I think, is you know how I know he's coming back because he was in season two, and <laughs> yeah, that. And I mean, it, it seems kind of weird, but like he could, they could have treated his episode in season one as a cameo, as a fun way to kind of have this episode that builds up the Mandalorian and kind of creates his things and he locks away these people and then he leaves them and or, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's it. That, that's the end of it. And they didn't bring back the other characters. They brought back Mayfeld. And when he showed back up in season two, I thought, oh, this is a mainstay character. They're going to work this character as in he's part of the crew. At one mm-hmm. point in the show, he was an enemy. Then he kind of came around to helping him out and he wasn't so bad. And then by the end of the show or whatever, by the end of the run, he's part of the crew. I get it. Like he's uh, one of their friends. And they showcase that in season two is that he clearly like, you know, is on their side when he's in the sympathy, uh, when, when he's in this mode against the Empire. Yeah, it, it so, contrasts the stormtroopers that are still on the bad side of, hey, someone worked for the Empire, but went the other direction. Yeah, he was a bad guy, but then... Uh, th- like they made him out to be a bad guy in season one, yeah. but then in season yeah. two, they made him be like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. 
So yeah. now yep. the Mandalorian has a friend in the fact that they're both against the Empire. So that's the first step. And now they're going to be just friends as in like uh, by season three, um, Bill Mayfeld is on their side because they're good people. And he fights for his, his and friends right and his brothers. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Kind of stuff. So I think that's the direction they're going with the character. He's definitely in, in, in my opinion, um, good on him for answering it the way that he did. Um, I think he gave something away by saying, I hope so, but maybe not. Um, Imagine right. he was like, they haven't approached me. <laughs> they haven't approached <laughs> Liam me. Liam Neeson know. calls him. He's like, good, good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> um, all right, we got another story here. Um, man, this is a long episode. We did a long episode on uh, Thursday, too. Um, you're getting a lot of TRB, guys. Lots of TRB. Um, <laughs> you better right, burn ah- through those quick hits when we get to those. Pal. I know, yeah. Ahsoka uh, Rosario Dawson is filming in December. Big question mark. Now, this actually is a, a really interesting story because, you know, the person involved didn't really seem to care that much that any of this might be a secret. And it's still Kevin Smith again. He just spoiled stuff on his podcast the other day. Yeah. I mean, it's not <laughs> Kevin. It, it it's it's um uh his co-host, Mark. Right, right. Sorry, sorry. But it's involved yeah. with Kevin Smith. Yeah. It absolutely is. Yeah. So um his co-host Mark was uh telling his story and he's like, Yeah, my friend Kevin knows this high profile actor. I don't know why we're being all secret about this. It's Rodaria Dawson. That's who I wanted. That's, <laughs> it was who I wanted. I wanted her to be involved in my project. I got in contact with her and she said she'd love to be part of it, but she's, she's filming star Wars in December. So she can't, she can't be part of my show. And, um, I think <laughs> when he's telling this story, every star Wars fan is like, Oh, whoa, <laughs> that's a big reveal. Not just Star right? Wars, an effing Star Wars show. She's yeah, filming oh yeah, she an said effing that. Yeah. Star Wars show. Um, so, sorry, I can't be in your short, uh, which, you know, okay, cool, that checks out. So it looks like, based on his word, he tried to book her, and she <laughs> just straight up told him, I'm filming Star Wars in uh, December. So that's... The reason I think the question mark is there is because is this for Ahsoka? But it's got to be right. It could be yeah, for Mandalorian yeah. season three or something. Well, no, that I don't even know if that adds up. But, uh, but yeah, it's probably for Ahsoka. Um, who wants to go first on this? John, Lacey. Well, Lacey, Lacey can go. Yeah. Um. So first of all, Rosario, love you. Come on the show. <laughs> I'm just start saying that every time we do a story. Yeah. Come on the show. Yeah. Um, I just love how blunt she is with him. Like, I love that she's like, I'm shooting an effing Star Wars show. I'd love to do your thing, but I can't. And like, she knows how epic this is. Um, it goes back to what we've said before about Rosario Dawson is that she's so pumped to be Ahsoka, just like you're pumped that there is a Ahsoka series coming. Um, I'm just so happy for her. And I, and I, it doesn't surprise me that it's filming in December. You know, they're trying to get this stuff done with last year. We all feel kind of, we lost a life a year of our lives with COVID and all this other stuff. That's the same thing with TV production and movie productions. They're just trying to get back on the schedule and get stuff done because time is money. So, uh, cool. Can't wait to see it. Come on. I think, uh, I think John and, uh, and Rosario Dawson would get along because they both think all of these secretive mandates and stuff are stupid. Oh yeah. She's just like, (laughs) cause she says all this stuff. Now, to be fair, my understanding of this story that is that he's telling this 
publicly and knows she it's going to be public. thought it was a private phone combo. But she yeah. was probably having this conversation over the phone privately to yeah. someone who was whatever. So he's kind of throwing her under the bus, in, in my opinion, on this. Um, unless he said, oh, man, that sucks. That, oh, I mean, that's great, but like, sucks you can't be my short. Is that cool if I repeat that? And she's like, why would anybody care? <laughs> you know? I don't she think he given her, the but okay. I don't think she would care. I still think. Yeah, like, I know. That's yeah, a thing. Yeah. She yeah. probably shouldn't have even said that. She probably should have said, honestly, I can't really tell you, but I'm busy, you know? Right. Well, she's something just big, you know? Yeah. She had just finished working with but them she told on Clerks, Clerks 3, so yeah. she's been with them recently, Yeah, too. Yeah. So yeah. all that all that being said, like I, I think she uh, she's definitely getting this reputation for not really understanding the limits of why can't people know this stuff, especially if like care. it's already yeah. being reported. Yeah, I don't. She's not clicking with that, and so I think uh, she would get along with John. Uh, but do you have an opinion <laughs> on what she's saying here? So, like, does yeah, this line up? For so you? I watched this clip, and it's. Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin doing their um, Fat Man Beyond. I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah, Fat Man Beyond podcast from the Scum and Villainy Cantina. Um, which, by the way, quick shout out to J.C. Reifenberg, uh, who's the owner over there. He's awesome. So nice. He brought up one of our stories in a different episode of theirs there. The the Hayden in uh, as Vader in Obi-Wan story that we did how how hayden's going to appear as vader mm-hmm. and so kevin smith gave his take on one of my articles <laughs> like that and that, then pulled the like, audience for spoilers and they were like please no and he's like anyway as i was anyway saying. we're gonna spoil it yeah so <laughs> that i have to say thank you to jc for doing that because that's amazing that made my day so <laughs> here they are again back at the scum and villainy cantina ready to talk more juicy stuff uh, and Mark Bernardin is just like, what's the big deal? Everyone knows she's at Ahsoka, right? She's filming yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah. Who who cares? <laughs> and Kevin Smith, probably stoned out of his mind, is like, uh, I think you just pissed off Disney, buddy, or something like that. But I'm, I'm laughing the whole time because he just threw that out there. He like didn't care. He's like, everyone knows she's Ahsoka. Everyone knows she's doing an Ahsoka series. Who cares? It's true. Why and does it matter sounds, when it's filming? Yeah. That's matter. so I feel like I would get along with Mark Bernard. And I don't know how Rosario feels about it, but <laughs> the way he was just like, who cares? We all know it. So Mark, just come on the show. Let's talk. Yeah, Mark, come on the show. Let's go. <laughs> so I, I think that's amazing. I do think this is Ahsoka that's gonna be filming in December. I don't think there's a place or need for Ahsoka to be in the Mandalorian again. She left her episode saying, Where's Grand Admiral Thrawn? That's the last that her next move is going to find that guy. That's her show. So she's not going to be in the Mandalorian season three. That's to me proof. She's filming Ahsoka. If they're starting filming in December and that takes six months that finishes around June or so, I think that might be our first or close to one of our first 2023 live action star Wars shows right there. Um, and then and, and that's that's really exciting, you know, because that's going to come quick because next year is going to go by fast for us as Star Wars fans because we're going to have all those shows, Celebration, all that. Then all of a sudden it's going to be 2023. We're going to get that, that the movie for Rogue Squadron is coming out at the end of that year. It All this stuff is going to start like coming out and it's going to be like Star Wars is going to be big again. And I'm very excited. But to me, this all points to that that is Ahsoka that's filming. I don't think he's confused at all on that by saying that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's just my speculation on when that's going to come out. But uh, I think this is really cool that um, so he he didn't mind you know just throwing that out there. So I think that's a lot of fun, and I'm excited to see what you know. Of course, what you know what she does with it, and I don't mind seeing her with her Instagram stories about acting rumors and like telling Hayden, Hey, sky guy and stuff like that. Like more of that. Let's, let's go with <laughs> allegedly. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And then I hit a fire hydrant. Allegedly. And, hit I, the fire hydrant. and I, I, I'm completely with Lacey too. I love Rosario Dawson. I'm excited to see her back in clerks three. I loved her in death proof. I love her in a lot of stuff. I'm very excited to see her continue on with star Wars. So, John, you know a little bit more about these timelines, and I know you kind of explained it, but here's my question, is that we speculated a little bit about how Andor was maybe a longer production, and even though it started before Obi-Wan, that might mean it could still come later. What does the fact that uh, Mandalorian Season 3 is kind of, you know, that's filming like now, right? But then only shortly after here in December, like a month later, you're going to be Ahsoka filming, does is there any chance that Ahsoka still could potentially come out before season three of Mandalorian? That's I mean, that's tough. really close. How long? Cause, cause let's say, cause Ahsoka is a limited series, right? They, they said it's a special, like a limited series or a special event series. I think it's limited is what the term they use. I want to get so, a whiteboard like and like confirm that stuff. We, and need, just write, a, like, limited we need a whiteboard in the base. Yeah, yeah exactly. That not only, not only is a whiteboard, but if you write something, I see the update. Like on my oh. wall or something. Well, that's like just called like, notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Let's let's get a screen with a Google Doc. Yeah. But I do like drawing and erasing things though. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think it depends on what that is because Mandalorian is following its same pattern of filming. So you figure that's it. Just took a year off. So say that film finishes in March. That's going to come out next fall, as as Mandalorian should. So I think if this starts filming, it's it's probably going to come out after. To, they're not gonna. I don't think they're. I doubt anyone. Who knows? Maybe. Do you guys think they're gonna run two Star Wars shows at the same time? I don't think no. so. In terms of no. airing, so that would be so yeah. stupid on their part. They would have because to because it's like, why would people pay for double the content? Right. So the turnaround yeah. for this would have to be too short in order for it to come out before Mando, which makes me think this is guaranteed a 2023. And because it's the first that we know of of the 2023 shows filming, logically to me. Aside from like the outlier, like I said about the uh, Andor being a, what we're hearing, it's a longer show than Kenobi. I, it's got to be our first 2023 show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, I don't know if this is what you were saying, but the reason they won't run two li- live action series at the same time, uh, in my opinion, is because like if they both ran them in March, then people would pay in March and then cancel in April. That's so what you want to do yeah. is you want to yes, run it right. in March and then in, yeah okay I wasn't yeah it, it yeah. wasn't perfectly clear but I was like I'm not sure if that's what she's saying or not but if not I want to point that out too that's why they don't do that is because plus they don't you want have one to cancel right plus you have one department working on these projects especially certain brands so you'd be cannibalizing your work and your marketing and your views and everything else well it, and it, it, Hal said they're even outsourcing a bit and bringing in other teams to help yep right. Hal Hickle. I say Hal yep. like we're best friends, but I wish yeah. we were. Hal, uh, come on you know, the show. You know, my buddy, <laughs> my uh, my buddy, uh, Double H. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, you know, Double H from ILM. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, all right, guys. 
Yeah, lot, lots to talk about. Um, we are, I mean, this is already a long show. We got a little bit more to talk about. Uh, that's why I'm going to... They like long shows, James. I know, I, I know. So. Um, but what, I'm going to kind of give a, a just a quick update on some other Star Wars news that's happening right here, um, which the first one, I to me, we could have a bigger discussion on, but, you know, it's fine. Star Wars Visions, The Village Bride uh, was one of the episodes um, of Star Wars Visions, but that particular episode looks like has been submitted for the Academy Awards. Now, as of now, I think they said like 80 or so uh, pieces of content. Yeah, yeah. episodes of, of content have been submitted for Academy Awards. That doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, uh, they're, they're going to pick like probably eight, you know, or something yeah. like that out of those yeah. 80 or whatever. But the interesting part of this is, is that uh, Star Wars Visions is at least being represented uh, they're, they're pushing it as a piece of art that uh, should potentially be wins. nominated yeah, for an Academy Award. And I think the interesting thing here, and I'm going to argue a little bit with Grant on this one, uh, writer of this article, he says, fan favorite, The Village Bride. Not true. <laughs> I think fan favorite is absolutely uh, The Ninth Jedi and The Twins and not The Village Bride. I don't think that was the takeaway episode. So to me, it was interesting to see that this one was the one submitted for the Academy Awards, but and I'd like to speculate on why. I would agree with Ninth point, Jedi, but. definitely. <clears throat> Ninth Jedi was definitely the one I think everybody wanted more of. Uh, yeah. So, I, yeah. But I also see the uh, the twins, because that's like everybody's yeah. like takeaway, yeah. and I think it has something to do with sequel trilogy fans or something. I don't know. but It's because um, it's me, and I'm right. <laughs> well, I guess, I don't know. If, this, if this gets nominated, I hope it twins. <laughs> I hope it twins. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like... Oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, the other story that we uh, wanted to mention really quick is that the third wave of Essential Legends collections uh, were finally revealed. Now, the thing is, is these particular books were leaked a while ago, so we kind of already knew they were the ones, but it is now official that these four particular books uh, have their um, their official covers now. You can check them out. Um, but they are Legends books, so it's nothing crazy. But uh, the only one that really sticks out to me is the fact that they're of course they would choose Kenobi because he's about to be a really big deal and they want to have that book available. If anybody wants to be like, Oh, the show was great, but did you read the book? They want to have it like on shelves, ready to go in print, um, with a new handy dandy cover. But, um, you know, you can always look at the other books too and see, well, how do the other ones connect? So it's always fun to go look and see what they're promoting from the legends catalog. Uh, and this is the third wave, these four books right here. Um, other than that, that is it for uh, Resistance Report, and we do still have a couple more segments. Uh, Lacey, what is uh, segment two on the show? All right, guys, it's time for the Patreon Padres. All right, guys, so there are lots of ways you can support us. You can like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on all the different audio platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. On Twitter at RBATSWNN or on Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast. If you want more from us, including exclusive content, mailings, all types of stuff, uh, live chats, whatnot, Discord access, you can head over to Patreon.com slash Resistance Broadcast starting at $2 a month. You get access to the page, you get to engage with the community, and you support what we're doing here. You support extra videos, extra stuff that we're doing, live streams, and all the craziness that's coming up in the next year. So that being said, this is the part of the show where we let our generals and spice runners be a part of the show. We ask them a question, they give us their thoughts, and we respond. So first, I'm trying to breathe. 
We're going to thank our generals. So thank you, generals. Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Jake Houchins, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Hass, Joe Ritchie, Darth Hurricane, John Charlton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Joey Mayfield Stewart, Nathan yep. Shank, and Val Trichkoff. Thank you guys so much, generals. Then we mm-hmm. have our Spice Runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C Chris, Kendall Gelnar, Ryan Wara, who is going to be our next Spice Chat, Spice Run Chat on Patreon, uh, Dave Hornack, Micah Harrison, who won our Star Wars Newsnet birthday contest. Which Congrats, I was very yeah, happy to hear that. That's yeah. very cool. Uh, and Thomas Hennessy, who recently did a lovely pod race himself. Thank you guys so much. Uh, this week, we have someone new, which is super exciting when we rotate new mm-hmm. people in. Uh, we have General Joey Mayfield Stewart, who is a delight. Uh, and his question is... <laughs> he is a is, delight. He is a delight. Uh, his question is, you are a captain of a small rebel ship and need to put together your Star Wars character crew. What four characters are in your crew with you? That rhymed on purpose. Joey, take it away. So if I was the captain, I would, my crew would be, of course, myself, because I want to be there. But then I would do um, R2-D2, because you have to have a droid and you never underestimate a droid. But then also I would have Yoda, because Yoda. And then I would do Ray because I think she she needs some adventures. And then, of course, I'd have to have my right-hand Wookiee. I'd have to have Chewbacca because, you know, he's the man. He's the, he well, he's the Wookiee. So I would do that, and I would make sure that he's there because, you know what, if I need someone, they can just, he can rip their arms off. And that's what I would do. So I have that, to, that'd be my crew. But I want to thank you guys for what you do and everything, and uh, thanks for letting me be a part of this. Nicely done, Joey. Like I said, mm-hmm. you are a delight. You are wonderful. John, what'd you think? <laughs> I loved when he goes Yoda because uh, Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> and I also loved Santa Baby Yoda. I don't know if I've I've seen a billion Baby Yoda or sorry, Grogu's. I've seen a billion Grogu's. I saw that behind you there, Joey. Let's get that guy front and center. I don't think that I've seen a Santa Grogu. So uh, I got to hear that story. But you, I mean, you've not job. heard the song. Santa baby Yoda, right? I thought you were gonna say James. Santa Grogu. No, Santa baby Yoda. I know that makes more sense. Yeah. Has Grogu stole Christmas? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, great job. I think you had great picks. Uh, my favorite one got to be Ch- Chewy. I think just because Chewy rip arms but yeah uh great job joey i I look forward to your next one i would never have guessed if if i went part of the crew that that was your first you filmed it great you look crystal clear you sounded great and your answers were awesome and your background all that stuff very cool man thanks like i said a delight james Mm -hmm. um i i like this too because i mean you once you get into picking random characters you're always going to come up with some connection and when i was listening to these if r2 would have been bb8 it was really close to almost how it is at the end of rise of skywalker because you would add bb8 ray and chewbacca kind of all together um Mm -hmm. but it's r2 uh and uh and I don't know, it just kind of puts together like the perfect crew of like, well, who's the best droid? Who's the best, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Jedi? Who's the best co-pilot Wookiee that we know? You know what I mean? It just, it seems like a lot of the best. Um, so uh, yeah, it's all there. Uh, good answer. Great uh, background. Grogu, Santa, you're ready, man. You are ready. So uh, good job. 
And thanks. Thanks for doing it and being a patron. Joey, we love having you in the community. You've only been here for a short time so far, but like I said, you're awesome. Uh, I really enjoyed why you chose Ray because she needs adventures. Homegirl had a rough go at it for a couple movies. She <laughs> does need some adventures. She needs to have some fun. So I appreciate that as part of your answer. But thank you so much for being a part of the community. You did a great job. I know you were kind of like, I don't know. It was awesome. Don't worry about it. You were great. Uh, we love having you here. That being said, we're now going to head to Lacey to do oh, God the next almighty. segment, which is Resistance Transmissions. Lacey? Thanks, Lacey. It's time for Resistance Transmissions. <laughs> I know people have been waiting for me to do that for so long. Guys, this is the part of the show where you get to give us your feedback. Well, kind of. Uh, every week, John puts up a crazy, wacky situation on Twitter, and you guys give your answers, and we don't know the scenario or what you said, and we just respond. All right. So this past week, John asks, pick any Star Wars character and what they would say to Boba Fett if he could speak, oh, if they could speak freely with him with no consequences. I love mm -hmm. that that's the new line. Like, for a long time, it was like, this is the way. Let me <laughs> see the baby. Freely. Now it's speak freely. Or I would like to see the baby. All right. First up is Kevin Lewis at Thronzon Fan. Hey, Kevin. He said, Wilro Hood wants some ice cream. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Next is Andy at Andy Blanco 01. He said, that looked better on me. Cobb Van. Mm. I mean, it actually ooh. did not look it, better on him. It looked rough on him. I was going to say his hair is better. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, it looked but a he, little over too big for him yeah he didn't have an he didn't have a good under thing that brought the whole suit together right it looked like a little kid that was like let me put this it looks like on. a bobblehead yeah <laughs> <laughs> next is adam odal at odal adam hey adam he said i can't believe you outlived me you were such a turd as a boy i'm going to haunt your palace by floating around saying dad dad boba fett's here and it says the ghost of tonway <laughs> <laughs> Next Boba. is RMD Collective at RMD Collective, but it's C-O-L-L-C-T-V-E. Uh, saw you in the live chat like, last Thursday, so thanks for mm -hmm. joining us for that. Uh, they said, the party's over. Mace this. Video. Oh, this, this party's party. over. Mace yeah, have you guys seen a lot of like the opposite or evil Jedi, like evil meme? Yeah, yeah. There's the one floating around where all the Jedi are saying... Uh, I have the low ground, and, and Mace Windu <laughs> says, uh, stand up <laughs> instead of sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Next is Mike W. at Darth Cur Hurricane. Hey, Mike. Mike said, Django Fett says, quote, son, there are two lessons I need to teach you in life. It's always to keep your head on a swivel and your head on your shoulders. Oh. Next is Spooky Kylo 10 at Fulcrumandor. Still keeping with the spooky, huh? I appreciate that. Uh, Beaumont would deliver the, his incredible line, Dark Science Cloning Secrets Only the Sith Knew, with no context. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically what we got in the movies. Oh. Just throw away line. All right, and then we have Mark at the kind of vacants at duh underscore kind underscore awakens. What up, Mark? 
He said, Admiral Akbar, speak freely. It's a trap. <laughs> it <laughs> is a trap, Admiral Akbar. It is Guys, a trap. thank you so much for your answers. Again, if you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. And while you're at it, head over to Instagram and follow us there too. Thank you so much. Back to you, John. Thanks to everybody for listening and watching. This was a little bit of a long one, but mm-hmm. if you're still listening now, you are a big fan of TRB, so thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, we appreciate it. So spread the word. Make sure you are sharing this with your friends, especially as your friends come back to Star Wars who may not be diehard Star Wars fans. They're like, oh, a new show's coming out. I'm getting back into Star Wars. Tell them about TRB. That's how we grow. We just hit a big milestone on Spotify followers recently. That's, I know, thanks to a lot of you out there. So thank you. Keep spreading the word, whether it's on YouTube, social media, or your audio platforms. Please spread the word. Thank you. We should uh, make sure a you poll, go to... by the way, of what if people think they're going to get brand new content on Friday, like a brand new mm. announcement or not. We should. Yeah. We should put that out today. So look at our yeah. Twitter account. Thank you. Uh, yeah, just uh, remind me because I, I will, will forget about that. <laughs> uh, StarWarsNewsNet.com. That's the site. That's where you got to go for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and a lot more. Um, A lot of exciting things coming from the website very soon. So keep your eye there and go there every morning for all of your latest in Star Wars news. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing over at StarWarsNewsNet.com and my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies. We're putting out our Happy Gilmore episode tomorrow. Um, Also, uh, if you want some merch... Uh, you, you can't find this one anymore. But for stuff like that, you can go to store.resistancebroadcast.com and get all of your gear, including Make Solo 2 Happen, our new shirt, No Moon, which mm-hmm. cleverly has all three super weapons in it. We won't say them by name because, but check it out. And all of our other merch there, you can get on like shirts and all different sorts of stuff. Um, uh, James, where can people talk to you about super weapons um on both twitter and instagram because i'm on both uh both the same screen name at myra trunks screen name how about that i listened uh, to a podcast today where they're talking a lot about aim like I AOL love AIM. Instant Messenger. oh my god I so love i'm still in the mindset that my thing should be like um you know my or dbz fan you know 1285 or something you know (laughs) like that should be my screen name put my away message up Lacey when you're when you don't have an away message up where can people chat you up people can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin and I just want to take a second to thank everyone for continually sending me messages of like what's going on are you okay I'm okay and I promise I'll keep you updated if not from me I'm sure these guys will keep you updated if something happens (laughs) Yes. One thing I can promise them, though, is you will see Lacey Gillerin Thursday on the Resistance it's broadcast. True. Very true. And we are going to talk about... And maybe Friday. <laughs> maybe. And maybe Friday. Uh, we are going to talk about Ahsoka. And it might not be the happiest theme, but either way, it's going to be a good one. So enjoy your weeks. We'll see you Thursday on 11-11 to make a wish right here on the Resistance broadcast. See you around, kids.